Hey gang, that's Holly, and that's Brooke, and this is the Macabre Cast. And I'm Nikon. Episode Ta-da. 9! Yes. What was that you were going to do? Were you going to sing a little jingle? I was, yeah. I didn't um, know where all I was rights, going. I didn't know where I was going with it. But. All, like, <laughs> jingle rights are reserved to trainer, so how dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry to infringe on the rights. <laughs> You're going to get a very sternly worded letter now. Uh, a letter. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I can, I can only imagine what that would say. Uh, uh, episode 9. Episode 9. Almost episode 10. I like that um, it's episode 9, and I continually have been saying that I'm going to work on getting us on Apple Podcasts, and I'm going to out myself here. I continually keep forgetting to work on it. Um, I actually looked at our um, listener stats, mm-hmm. and we have apparently had two downloads from people in the UK. In the UK? Oh, it's probably Abby. That's that's who it is. Yes. Oh, hi, Abby. <laughs> hi, Abby. Oh, wait, Aww. I said last name. We're going to need to blur, blurp that oh, out. But yeah. Add a bleep there. <laughs> add bleep. Hi, Abby. I forgot about that. So, so um, good. that Because I was like, who's that? <laughs> who's, who's in who the UK? That? Yeah, Unless but I looked. just some other random UK person, but. Well, we could ask Abby if they've listened yeah. to two episodes, because that would explain. That would explain. It. We're keeping tabs on you guys. Yeah, um, just I'm so watching. everyone knows. This is how you guys maintain your friendships. Yeah, we watch through what our internet. <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> I have like you guys, and that's it. <laughs> everyone who's listening is offended. <laughs> Sorry. <They're>, yeah. <sighs> well. Do you guys want to go over your topics before we row the shambo? Yeah. Oh yeah, I liked that. You want to go first? Um, yes. So this week. I am doing poison rings. I actually rings forgot. Full of poison. <laughs> rings? You have one. I do have a poison ring. And it's not full of poison. Well, not yet. Um, okay. I am going to, I think for some of the pictures this week, I'm going to use pictures of my my poison ring as well as like other pictures of old relic Hot. poison rings. Nice. So we're going to incorporate some of my own personal belongings into this. Nice. From your own curiosity cabinet. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, you that's what you can put on the shelf. Yeah. Very easy. You don't even have to think about it. I no. have a lot to think about. I actually already know. <laughs> I already know. Oh, no. Um, I also forgot that's what you were doing, so I'm excited now. Um, mine, I'm going to say it's about the destruction of Port Royal, Jamaica, mm. and the sunken pirate city. Okay. But I'm also going to touch a little bit on, like, how it came to be. Interesting. I'm, we'll get there. Okay. Is that why when, um, when I came in, you've been watching Pirates of the Caribbean? Is that research? I told you that. No, that's not what I told you. But I told you I was watching, because I like to put on, like, a movie or a TV uh, show oh, I know. while I'm doing whatever, especially when I'm, on like, on my computer researching, and... I kept thinking about, um, like, the terminology that they were using, because I've seen those movies a lot of times mm-hmm. in my life, and I was like, I haven't watched them in a long time, so I just put them on, and I, I did that this earlier this week when I was doing stuff, and then again, yes, I was watching Dead Man's <laughs> Chest when you came here, but I wasn't watching it for, for research. research, I was just watching it, because I, like, I like, think it's interesting to, like, watch things. Mm-hmm that are based on stuff and then point and laugh and be like that's not true and then be like oh that's cool that they did that right you know because they do actually have some 
some things that they do like historical nods to yeah. in the movies, um, which is just kind of interesting. I don't know. Nice. Solid. So, rock, paper, scissors. Everyone ready? We fuck it up every time. We do. I recommend you guys say it with me for timing. Yes. Okay. And it's on scissors. Yes. Okay. Kay. Don't say scissors. You're going to incept me. Everyone ready? <laughs> rock, rock, paper, paper scissors. scissors. <gasps> our first tie. Wait, is our first tie? No, no we've guys, tied before. You guys have tied fuck. before. Okay. Everyone ready? Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors. scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I'm on a winning streak. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke's a professional rock, paper, scissors player. Brooke takes the second round with scissors on paper. The first round was a stone, stone draw. It, the first round fucked. was stone cold. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I don't. I don't know if I want to go first or if I want you to go first because I'm excited about both. <laughs> well, you have to make the choice. <laughs> oh. Um, long pause for thought. You can go first. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, I love going first. Me too, actually. <laughs> I prefer going first because then I get to like relax while you're. Yeah, you get to just kind of sit and listen, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like sitting and listening. Um, so my poison rings. Uh, I have many sources. Most of them actually ended up being jewelry websites. Um, be- I mean. Which, like, makes sense, but I was also surprised by because I was, like, looking up the history of Poison Rings, and a bunch of jewelry websites had the history of Poison Rings on their websites. And like, I was, what, like, like, K? Like, K jewelry? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be fucking hilarious. I was obviously kidding, but still. Pandora. <laughs> like, Pandora. Ooh. Like, so get stupid. yourself a Poison Ring for oh, that well, you special someone. Oh, you go get someone. one of your, like... Ugly as fuck charm bracelets from Pandora. Yeah, I said it. Open Pandora's box. And inside a poison ring and one of those fucking awful charm charm bracelets that they yeah. sell. Yeah. I or it's it, this to it's a new twist on poison rings, poison bracelets. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. But um no, it was like the the like it's the G GIA which I guess is like I don't know I think it's some fancy like like the overlords of the gem industry you know um I had no idea what you were gonna say (laughs) yeah (laughs) you were like you know and like I'm like like you know like like the food industry has the people who are like health inspectors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the GIA is similar, but for gems. But don't quote me on that because I did not look it up. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's just the, the gem government. That's just the sense that I got from their website. Okay. But the gem Illuminati. Yeah, the Geminati. Yeah, I was gonna say I was trying to think of how to say Gemlinati. Gemlinati. <laughs> Why are we Gemlinati? Um, no. Yeah, so I got some stuff from their website, which had the murky history of poison rings, um, some stuff from Wikipedia, um, some from Joel or Joel, not sure how it's pronounced. Let me, it's is it? J-O-E-L-L-E. That's Joel. Yeah. Joel Magazine, um, which had the murky history of poison rings again, which was like the same exact title, but different articles. Um, 
And then... That's interesting. Yeah. Pick Your Poison, A Brief History of Deadly Jewelry from uh, Bess Heitner. And then um, some news articles as well uh, from Euronews and from um, Gizmodo. Gizmodo? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, I was like, what is this? Why are you making shifty eyes? And then you said it, and I was like, oh. Yeah, that's why. (laughs) Um, Seems fake. Yeah. But so a plethora of different random places that I got this information from. Um, But poison rings are also known by the names of locket rings, box rings, socket rings, perfume rings, or funeral rings. Um, Okay. Yeah. So it... Their name largely depends on what you're holding inside of it. Um, but it, like, regardless of the name, they are rings with a container under the bezel or inside the bezel. And the bezel is the part on the ring that's wider and thicker. Um, and that's typically either flat or holds like the gem or stone of some sort. Um, so that's that's where you would have like a hinged area where it could open and there's like a little spot inside there or like um some of them weren't hinged they just had like other ways of closing and like like some of the older ones just have like a hole on on the underside of it that you can like put stuff in into and then say they're unhinged they're un they're unhinged oh god yeah but um either whatever you call them they're rings with like a little container inside mm-hmm. um which is awesome yeah it is awesome I love flipping mine open all the time and watching people be like what it, what did you just do um <laughs> it's wonderful <laughs> I hate that uh it, I just want everyone listening to know that it's canon that Holly keeps a container of p- black which is cursed <laughs> black play-doh in her purse at all times just in case I need it which is fine but then sometimes you'll just decide you need a secondary location and you'll take a tiny piece of it and then you'll roll it up and put it inside the ring (laughs) even though you as if you don't also have your purse with an entire container of play-doh in it well see the thing is sometimes i'm at work and it's too like obvious to go into my purse and grab my play-doh out and so i just keep a tiny little bit in my little ring so that i can like pop out a tiny little bit of play-doh while i'm at work and be like i'm stressed time to play with some play-doh yeah you know child me would have been like cheeky snack oh yeah i thought about it i'm not gonna lie when we were at in las vegas and like i pulled the (laughs) play-doh randomly out of my purse while we were at a bar (laughs) i did think about having a cheeky snack (laughs) we were at a speakeasy and you pulled play-doh out of your purse well, I needed- you know, now that she knows the cops weren't watching that's she true really good you're now. drugs yeah i needed to refill my ring god i, <laughs> I thought it didn't work with the rings to like dry out it dries out after like three or four days oh, so god. you no, have but to the, just... the three or four day long trip in vegas holly was like look at my ring it has play-doh in it at every single <laughs> bar that we were in and i was like i'm just trying to have a drink <laughs> my brother was like what the fuck he was so I concerned. Actually, I actually like it more that it's black Play-Doh. Yeah, me too. It's better. Yeah. Yeah, I said cursed, but like up. in an appropriate. It's, grown, it's, it's like it's grown-up Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> it's goth Play-Doh. It's it's yes. it's appropriately cursed. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, but regardless of what I put in my poison ring, um, <laughs> your Play-Doh ring. <laughs> yes. Um, depending on the time period and the person. So for me, it's Play-Doh. For other people, they chose other things. Like, like um, cocaine. Yeah, you could keep various things inside your little ring locket. Um, and then, just so everyone knows, I'm going to keep referring to it as a poison ring, even though not all, like, people didn't keep poison in it all the time. Like, some people never put poison in their poison I think it was less likely rings. for it to be used for poison. Well. Oh. Not, I don't know, I don't know the likelihood well, on all of these, but. I don't want to, like, give away what you're going to say, but, like, pause for effect off recording didn't most women keep cocaine in them Mm, i don't know about that that's a thing though probably they like so that they could like (laughs) they kept like perfume smelling okay off that was just something i needed i wanted to ask um but yes i'm going to keep referring to it as a poison ring just for continuity um but it could hold other things and still and still be called a poison ring or also just called one of the other names and I I just don't want to keep bouncing between them yeah um but poison rings uh originated in the in ancient east asia and india um and then they made their way through the trade routes so I'm guessing that would be the the like silk trade routes but probably um through the trade routes to the middle east and then finally reached europe in the middle ages um, and as per usual, Europe was a bit behind the trends on everything. Um, yeah, what the fuck, guys. Get it together. Yeah. Don't do it better, though, because stop colonizing. Yeah, that'd be ideal. But, yeah, they're usually, like, behind on every every trend. So Uncultured. Uncultured swine. Um, but <laughs> the rings... Uh, were actually a replacement for the practice of wearing keepsakes or other items around your neck in a pouch. Oh, okay. Um, and so people found it more convenient to wear it in a little ring instead of a pouch that you kept around your neck. Like hair? Mm-hmm. Like Byron? Yeah, I was going to get to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just a teaser. <laughs> um, but they were often used to carry perfume, um, so that when you're walking around and it's really smelly outside because everyone's throwing their shit out the window and onto the street, um, yeah, you can like hold your ring full of perfume up to your nose and like just be smelling that. Yeah. Um, so they would carry perfume or locks of hair. Um, that shit is so weird. I know. I. I- have a lot of feelings about the fact that people used to give their hair to people. I know. I have a lot of problems it. with it. I I do as well. Um, I think it's I think it's a little creepy. I also think that since we did mention Lord Byron, we have to talk about the hair now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> because when we were in college, we <laughs> I'm fairly certain I made this up though. With Byron? About the no, you didn't. About the pubes? No, trainer told us that in class. Yeah, but I feel like I I created like a you created narrative a, yeah around you it. created a weird narrative. <laughs> I mean, it was I'm funny not though. It for was where funny. This is going. But <laughs> Lord Byron, who is a famous poet, love him. Um, he's gross, but love yeah, him. Yeah, he's nasty boy. Um, oh. but he. he <laughs> 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 I was waiting for Nikon to go. Oh, baby, like he always does. 
Um, <laughs> Lord Byron was like superstar of the time. And so a lot of people uh, of all genders would send him letters and would send him hair but they wouldn't just send him like hair from their head they would also send him pubic hair because because well that's because they were like his they were sexual his partners well and just like his well, groupies yeah, yeah. it well, wasn't want- just people i mean i'm sure it could have just been people uh, that he had sex he with he was but- like let me get in on that fam yeah he I was mean, like the king of orgies that's true he, he did have nice over sampler. he did have over 200 sexual partners so recorded recorded over 200 partners. just recorded yes. did he die of syphilis no he <laughs> no actually i don't want to say what he died of because i want to talk about it okay. on the podcast okay. on a okay. different day we'll, we'll get to lord byron we'll talk about i want to cover him just in general so we'll get there yeah okay. he was a wild man um but yes yeah, so every time i think of i do i do sometimes think about the poison rings and i'm like do you think lord byron had one with pubic hair in it um percy's for sure oh hell yeah percy shelley was percy's (laughs) pubes for sure got him got him right off of his dead body oh mary that's vile mary got the heart and (laughs) you're giving away all of our good topics for other days sorry i'll stop now it's fine i'll stop now these are all teasers for future things um but yeah so you could keep hair uh People kept messages in there, like folded up and stuff, or keepsakes, or tiny portraits. Um, yeah, so like they were locket. like, yeah, like lockets. Um, some of them were even shaped like coffins. <gasps> I want one like yeah. that. And um, and that's that. Those are the ones that are called funeral rings. And people would hold like mementos of their lost loved one in there. Um, yeah. So it's like I want one of those. Yeah, so and bad. and they were often black and like like they were like meant to look like funeral like funeral rings like you're grieving the loss Funereal? of your of your loved one. Um, <laughs> um but they they were also actually considered part of the holy relic trade. Because people would keep devotional relics inside of the compartment, and that ended up being mostly during the Middle Ages. Um, the devotional relics, or relics of the saints, I don't would, know what that is. I'm gonna explain okay. it. Okay, but <laughs> I was just clarifying that I have no, I have no idea yeah. what's happening. So it would be things like um, teeth, bone, or bits of hair, and okay. They were, they were like the teeth, bones, and hair of people who were saints in their lifetime and had since passed. And then they believed that these relics would like protect the wearer in some way or like give them, like it just was considered like holy. And so to like carry one of those relics with you was like a good luck basically but how did they know it was actually from that person like well, did they personally go no well so cheeky grave robbing or well so a lot of saints um so the reliquary practice practices are actually something that i think would be interesting to cover okay um because i won't, I won't tease it out too yeah much then. because a lot of churches will have the bones or fragments of body parts from different saints in them okay and like you'll see that a lot in like catholic churches yeah we had that um 
ew, wee. Yeah. I, I, I was um, tortured within a Catholic church for some of my childhood. <laughs> and I remember walking by in the back hallway uh-huh. the, like, what is it called? Uh, the, the box. Oh. The, I don't know. Confession? No. Oh, you mean, like, one of those um, places where you can, like, see into it and it holds the bones of a dead saint. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there, yeah, a lot of Catholic churches will have those, and that's, those are, like, the relics, the holy relics and stuff. They had one at that yeah. church in, in oh, the wow. gross church. Yeah. The scary one. Yeah, so there's, um, <laughs> there, it's, it's really interesting, and I, I would like to cover it eventually. Um, yeah, that's pretty metal. Yeah. I, listen, I have a lot of slander for, like, Catholic things, but they're pretty fucking metal, and oh, I respect yeah. that energy. I just keeping, don't respect the rest Keeping of it. random teeth? Well, I respect it, but I don't I don't want it near me or around Teeth me. and bones in your ring? <laughs> well, I want a tooth ring. Yeah. Yeah. I also have formally put in the request to have my grandfather's tooth that he has just, like, casually in nice. a drawer. Your grandparents have the weirdest things. They have that bear skull. I know. Um, but yes, so the rings were also used, as the name suggests, to hold poison. Um, they were poison, the poison rings specifically were popular in Europe during the 16th century, um, where you would be able to slip poison into someone else's like food or drink. Um, Which is scary, actually. Yeah. They were also often used to, oh, I should have started this with a content warning and or trigger warning um because i am going to talk about like i'm going to talk about suicide here for a second i thought you were gonna Um, say date rape yeah no that no because that's like i mean i'm sure but well yeah but my concern about this type of thing is like if it became popularized again now that there would just people like be people like roofing people with oh yeah for sure i mean i'm sure there was then too oh yeah but it's the culture of now yeah but um no um they the poison rings were also often used to commit suicide um for the wearer to avoid a like very painful death or torture they would commit suicide instead like the um Um, i keep doing this just ignore me Okay. That reminds me of like the fake molars. And yeah. Stuff. Okay, that's what I was gonna like, say. <laughs> I was gonna say the cyanide capsules. Yeah. 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 Um, in Italy, actually, pouring a drink while holding a bottle with the back of your hand facing the glass. So, like, if you were to like hold the bottle underneath and pour the drink mm-hmm. over the glass, you know, um, it's considered extremely offensive, um, and that's because that would be how you would pour a drink in order to allow the poison to fall from your ring into someone's glass oh okay that makes Um, sense yeah so and it's actually called um oh I should have looked up how to say this it's called uh Versailles a la traditora Mm -hmm. or the traitor's way of pouring oh shit yeah that's pretty sick though yeah um and then some examples of the poison ring in use that I have for you guys <gasps> are I have no idea how to pronounce this man's name I should have asked Maddie because he's from 23 to 79 CE oh in Rome, shit and I don't know Pliny is how I'm gonna <laughs> it's nice it's P-L-I-N-Y Pliny I think that's it's, the name of a band it's yeah. not Pliny 
Pliny. I think it's Pliny. Like Pliny. Pliny. I mean, I don't know. I would say Pliny. Pliny. Okay, Pliny the I'm Elder. I'm also guessing out my ass right now. <laughs> Pliny the Elder recounted. The elder. <laughs> what would your guys is like the and then a title be the lesbian that's mine brooke the lesbian brooke the lesbian <laughs> um Ooh. Hmm. i changed i decided i instead want it to be brooke the sapphic oh that's that feels better, better yeah to yeah. me yeah the sapphic Yes. I didn't say it good. That sounded yeah. scary. You made it Demon sound scary, voice. which is the correct way. <laughs> fear the evil lesbians. Accurate. <laughs> Accurate. Fear me. <laughs> um, but Pliny the Elder uh, recounted how an official escaped torture by taking a bite out of his poison ring. Oh, shit. Which his ring had a thin shell that held the poison in, and oh. so he bit the shell on the <gasps> ring and was like, I'm going to die now. Um. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of rad, though. Like, that guy, that guy was doing something. Yeah. yeah so just the aesthetic of just being like, chomp on your ring. <laughs> yeah, chomp. I love like a, like a cheeky chomp. Cheeky chomp and death. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's like um, Maddie, our friend who works at the museum, showed us a picture of some cardboard from the displays at their job, <laughs> and it was, had literal children's teeth marks in it. Someone and I was took like, a good what chomp. the hell? <laughs> Just a child chomping away. Uh, <laughs> ew. Um, Emperor Heliogabalus was alive during... 203 to 222 CE. Oh, shit. And he wore a poison ring, but apparently didn't get to use it because he was assassinated before he could because he was a dick. I mean, good. Yeah. I hope someone else got to use that poison ring. I hope so, too. Because <laughs> from what it sounds like, he was just an awful person. Maybe he d- he deserved to be assassinated. Yeah. I Yeah. Um, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. And then in the, in the Euro News article... From August 20th, 2013, more recent here, um, they wrote about a Bel... Not Belgian. They wrote about a Bulgarian archaeologist. That was completely different. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I saw the B and the G and my brain just filled in the gaps. Um, uh, they wrote about a Bulgarian archaeologist who found a well-preserved poison ring at a site of a former medieval fortress near the town of Kavarna. Um and at that site, uh, they found a bronze ring with a small mm. compartment in the bezel, and it was thought to be worn on someone's pinky finger. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. A mafia poison ring. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a pinky finger <laughs> ring. Pinky rings are cursed. Apparently, my dad really likes to wear pinky rings. You know who wears a pinky ring? Our other friend named Maddie, the tall one. Oh, Put it on a different finger. <laughs> Move it. <laughs> I don't even know if she listens to the podcast, but if Maddie, if you're listening, put it on a different finger. That <laughs> um, it, it could be proof that it was for politically motivated murder during the 14th century. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Yeah. It was possibly used, pe- well, people, historians think that it was used in the conflict between Dobrotista, no, Dobrotista. 
and his son Ivanko Terter. Um, I was just going to say, it makes sense that they would be used in, like, that type of way yeah. to murder people. Because it, it I mean, on one hand, it, it doesn't. But I feel like it kind of feels like a very discreet way to kill someone. Yeah. If you, like, if people didn't or paying attention. Yeah, no. Yes. And that's, like, a lot of how all of the politically motivated ones kind of seem to be going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically, Dobro, Dobrotica was the he was the ruler of independent despotate of Dobruja and Dobruja um it would have been at the time at that time the capital of Dobruja was Kaliakra which I don't really know why I'm including all of this geographic information in here other than to say that Kaliakra is near the Danube River Oh, okay. And I have swum in that river. You have swum? Yeah. Have swum. I have swam in that river. (laughs) I have swum. (laughs) No, I I mean, it's interesting because it it shows, I mean, you already mentioned that it traveled like through the trades and stuff, but it's it's an interesting thing that they have been used over such long periods of time, over such vast locations. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I guess it just proves how effective it is. Yeah, not to be fucked yeah. up, but also but, this, yeah. is, so this that's, is the macabre cast. So. That's near that yeah. river where I saw a water snake while I was swimming. I thought you were going to say the boar. Oh, no, no, no. You. Not in the water. That well, was somewhere near, different. Near it. That was somewhere very different. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Uh, I wasn't there in Hungary. Sorry. <laughs> As a child. I did. It didn't try and kill us. We just had to back away slowly. Because it was going to try to kill you. Just in case it decided to try and kill us. You know, it'd be like that sometimes. Um. For context, we used to no go, context. We used to go walking in the woods when I lived in Hungary, and there were a lot of wild boar, and they were very violent. And if you saw a wild boar, you were supposed to not turn your back to it and just back away as slowly and quietly as you possibly could. And so we did that on on occasion. That's what you do when you see like a mountain lion. Yeah, yeah. The boars are not to be trifled with. Um, but anyways, this guy. Uh, this Do- guy. Dobrotica had several nobles and aristocrats close to him that died very unexplained deaths. Quote, unquote. Yeah. And so that's why people think that he um, used the poison ring because they're like, that could explain some of these very, yeah. very sudden and unexplained deaths. I feel like it, it just straight up does explain it. Though. Yeah. Not could. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Um. And this is the picture of that top, this top picture that I'm going to show you is the yeah. picture of the, the ring that they found. <gasps> okay, that one is epic. Yeah. It looks like a turtle. Yeah, it kind of does. Nice. Yeah. Same thing. Turtles and nipples are the same, confirmed. Yeah. Um, there are only two genders. <laughs> turtle or nipple. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, the last... The last person who I have who probably used poison rings is Lucrezia Borgia, Borgia, who apparently is well known in the poisoning people community. Okay, um, mm. I, that's an interesting community <laughs> to be a part of. Yeah, not, what a subculture. I know, just a, the poisoning people <laughs> community. End quote. You know, the community of people who poison other people. Damn. Um, <laughs> but she was 
I forgot to put the years that she was alive, but she was also around like 15th, 16th century, I think. Um, but she uh, was thought to have used a poison ring to kill her rivals and enemies, um, as one does. Good for her, mm-hmm. and just gonna say it, hot. Yeah, she mm-hmm. was married three separate times in like the 16th, she 17th definitely killed century. Them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, she for sure killed some of them because some of them died like very sudden, unexplained deaths. Okay, if, if um. a woman, okay, I'm sorry, not a woman. I just mean like if a person was known for having a poison ring. Yeah. And then you also in the same breath, in the same breath, Holly's like, she also had three husbands. Okay. Well, she's killing is, them, yeah, which is dope. Good the for thing her. is, is that some people were like, "Oh, it's her brother who's who killed them," because some. Um, I think he, yeah, I think he probably fake. did like one of them, but then she did the others. Why can't they both be killing people? Well, you can't Equality. both kill the same person. Oh, that's valid. Yeah, you can do it together. I'm that's trying to true. get my cat to attack your foot. It's happening. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. That sh- there are a few sources that said that she most likely actually didn't have a poison ring and didn't kill people, and that it was just a rumor started to like take away any power that she had politically. Um, screw that. I feel like she'd probably kill people. I, I think she definitely did. Yeah, but I also am prone to believing that women kill people, so they that have sounded good like a sorry, Nikon. Oh, I said they have good reason. It sounded very, like, That's, misogynist. Yeah, it sounded like you were being like, women are murderers. No, but I just, I more mean, like, I'm prone to believing that... Women can do things. That women can do things, and that includes killing people. <laughs> Same. And I honestly think that she probably had a good reason. Not that there's, like, please don't murder people, please, but... Please stop. My guess is that the laptop. people she was married to probably weren't great, um, just in general. I mean, are there many good people from back then? I honestly don't know. Not notable ones. No. Not to be. That's really sad. Yeah. Also, a fun other ring that I found that has a lock and key that opens its little (gasps) compartment. (gasps) It's amazing. The only thing that like that sucks about those is where do you keep the key? Oh. On a necklace, but then you have to have else... two. You have to have two things. No, That's but someone else one. can hold the key. It's too to big. your ring that you keep your cocaine in it. That's true. So that you can't be an addict. Oh, That's I was thinking of just like habit. friendship cocaine. Oh, uh, friendship cocaine. <laughs> Forget friendship bracelets. For... <laughs> Instead, it's fr... <laughs> it's friendship cocaine. You have to be together when you do it. Yeah, you can't do it alone. It's <laughs> like me and Nikon with weed. <laughs> I want to start keeping the weed in a locked ring. <laughs> Maybe that's no. what I should put in my poison ring. Weed? <laughs> but you'll never use it. Exactly. Correct. It'll be for you guys. That's not even, that wouldn't be very I much. Know. <laughs> that's not that much weed. I know. I'm aware. I'm just joking. I know. I'm just joshing. Oh, no. Just joshing <laughs> around with the boys? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my information on poison rings. I love them. Yeah, I want to hear more about murdering with three husbands, lady. Your cat is attacking my hand. She um was looking at your phone, and then the <laughs> screen went dark, and she stopped, and then she started. My new cat is quite the um little shit. If She's I'm being the honest. best. She's a menace. 
I love her. She pukes like every single day. Oh. Just a little bit. And it's <laughs> normally just hair. That's actually kind of like your cat. Yeah. Except for your cat is stupid and she just well, drinks too much she water. She actually hasn't thrown up in months now. That's good. Well, in like one month. Month. Aww. Yeah, in month now. <laughs> Every day I come home and I have to see if she's knocked another plant down and destroyed it or if she has um, managed to throw up somewhere else in the apartment. Mm. This is Welcome to the Macabre cast. <laughs> this is a Winry support podcast. Yeah. Justice for Winry. She's so cute. She's just a little chonkster. It's okay, Winry. No She's matter like, what, you're going to be the pretty one and Fern, my new cat, is going to be the stupid one that looks like Squidward. So I believe it's my turn. Yes. Uh, I went into this research kind of in a weird way. Because originally, I have like a huge list of things I want to do. But Mm -hmm. of course, my brain is like, I want to find something new to look at. Which is stupid. So I was like, I want to do a ghost town. And then I was looking at ghost towns. And I was kind of like, meh. I can't find one that I'm super zazzed about right now. Mm -hmm. And then I was looking at, um, what was I looking at? At, I was looking at Atlantis places. Yes. Um, and then I started looking at famous pirates because I have a couple famous pirates that I want to cover. I'm so excited about the pirates you're going to cover eventually. I know, right? I talk about them a little bit in this. Um, so... In my searches looking at pirates, and then I was looking at Atlantis places, and and, um, I came across some articles about Port Royal and how Mm -hmm. there's the quote-unquote sunken pirate city there. And I had never, I knew about that, but I had never really, like, thought about it, I guess, Mm -hmm. Um, or given it much attention, I guess. Um, I knew that Port Royal was, like, not really a place anymore, (laughs) Um, and that it was sort of taken over by an, another town, not taken over, but like its importance was taken over yeah. over time. Um, but I never really knew why that happened. And so I kind of, I just came across this and I got really zazzed about it. So oh. I'll read my sources now. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, obviously Wikipedia, but for a bunch of different things. So there's like tons of links for that. Um, All That's Interesting, which is a great website. Mm. For all kinds of really interesting stuff, obviously. All that's interesting. Um, Atlas Obscura. Nice. Obviously. History.com. Obviously. Obviously. The historical website for, like, well, the website for Port Royal, the historical site. Nice. Um, And a couple other things that I just, like, looked at small things, but those are my main ones. Uh, Let's get started. The other reason why I was inspired by this, Mm. or, or rather... I was just thinking about pirates, and I was like, you know, I was thinking, what seems super straight, but is actually super gay? Pirates. Pirates. Yeah. Hmm. There's no way that that is is straight. She was chasing her butt. She's an idiot. (laughs) Um, Cricket does that. (laughs) Cricket does that, too. It's so weird. She's literally doing, like donuts over there um anywho so pirates i just i I made a list of of reasons one puffy shirts that's extremely gay i don't think you need any more reasons yeah that's the number one reason actually uh second reason is strong women obviously um 
this specific note is specifically about Pirates of the Caribbean. And I will say, I know that it's Caribbean. And I will say it as Caribbean in any other context except for the title of the movie Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) I don't know why. It just feels wrong. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Because I I will say Caribbean in any other context. But for Pirates of the Caribbean, I have to say it wrong for some reason. I don't know why. I think it's because that's how they say it, like, um, in, like, Disneyland and stuff. But anyways. Uh, I also noted that something super gay about pirates is specifically the casting of Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom in those movies because mm-hmm. that is like the definition of bi panic. Yeah, that's every bi person's awakening. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Orlando Bloom in many different movies is like a gay awakening. Yeah, Legolas. True. Yeah. I'll never forget our friend from college, Joe, who said. I he he told me this story once where he he was young and he was trying to pretend to be straight so he was saying to his older sister that he like had a big crush on Legolas but he thought Legolas was a woman. Oh no. <laughs> and so he like accidentally outed himself because oh, no. it was fine but like you know she didn't think anything of it but I just think it's like so funny cuz it's so true. When I was trying to figure out if I was ace or not I was like Pirates of the Caribbean. I've never thought anyone was hot in it. I thought they all just were cool. And I mean, same though. <laughs> I mean, my understanding of the bi panic in um, those movies is deeply rooted in my um, my feeling about how when I find like a man aesthetically attractive, it's mm. normally because I want that to be me. Yep. Because I wanted to fuck Kira Knightley. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, did not track. Respectfully. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I legitimately, like, as an adult, was like, what's what are my feelings about Pirates of the Caribbean? And that will help me figure out my sexuality. That is so real, though. <laughs> it's so real. Um, also, the other note that I put in there was that there's something just super gay about being a pirate and being, like, an outsider mm. or, like, otherness. Yeah. Which is obviously, like, monster theory and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Let's talk a little bit about Port Royal, the place, broadly. Um, prior to colonization, I'm going to say that again, colonization, because <laughs> this place was fucked over, um, the indigenous group that occupied this area, which is Jamaica, mm-hmm. um, was, I believe, I believe it's pronounced the Taino. Oh, Taino. Is mm-hmm. it Tayano? Mm-hmm. Ah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Tayano. It doesn't, it's it's hard to, because phonetically, that's not how it's written. And then when you look it up, that's not how they tell you to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. So. I just remember it because I, I took that um, yes. Latin American history yeah. class. So they obviously occupied that land for centuries. And then, um, you know somebody we'll get to later showed up and ruined it uh it's unclear whether or not this specific location of where port royal is um because it was like a peninsula Mm -hmm. um it's unclear people like historians don't think that they actually like occupied it as in there was a village there that they lived in Mm -hmm. um but they did use it for their boats yeah like a stopover Um, type it was sort of like a like a fishing um 
expedition like a port it's port yeah but it it wasn't really a port but yeah yeah it becomes a port but yeah (laughs) um it was more just like I think somewhere that they stopped off like in between yeah when they were um like going out on an expedition Mm -hmm. um they called this area something that I also don't know how to pronounce and maybe you do um but I think it's the Kaguay or Kaguaya um I don't know actually if that's how it's pronounced, but that's what they called it. So okay. that's, it's like, quote unquote, oh, sorry. <laughs> it's not my mom this time. <laughs> uh, let me put this on focus mode. Um, I just wanted to shout out that word. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they, they named it that, but that's what they called it. Um, and just because it didn't really... You know, I don't want to say that it was always Port Royal or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, I wish I had more to say on the Tayanos, mm-hmm. but I feel like in this episode, because I'm really just, like, talking about the sunken pirate yeah. town, I'm not going to talk a lot about it, because I could literally talk for hours about how much I hate oh, colonization yeah. <laughs> yeah, and-, and Christopher Columbus, and I could talk for hours that's like a whole other episode yeah, that I think it deserves that attention, and do, I don't. How about next um, day that used to be Christopher Columbus Day? <gasps> yeah. We do an episode on Christopher Columbus and how much of a shit person yeah, he was. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> yes. Deal. Okay. That sounds great. Um, anyways, I just, I didn't, I didn't want to glaze over it mm-hmm. because they deserve that respect, oh, but yeah. I also don't want to get into it because I think... It, that deserves its whole own episode. Yeah, it deserves um, the respect of having enough time to talk about yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I'm touching on it for acknowledgement and for respect reasons. But and that's, we're going to get into it more in depth yeah, later. another time. Uh, just because I really want to talk about just like what happened to mm-hmm. this town. So the Spanish colonizers in lieu of Christopher Columbus, in parentheses I wrote, ew, uh, quote unquote, discovered... Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep, I'm going to say a lot of quote unquote in this section. <laughs> what we know as Jamaica in 1494, which was just two years after the initial invasion of the Bahamas mm-hmm. in 1492, when, of course, he sailed the ocean blue, right? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I could never remember that date. I also can't, but now I feel like I will because I remember this date. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, so the... Tayano population of Jamaica was pillaged and destroyed on behalf of Spain. Um, the goal of occupying Jamaica itself was simply to prevent, quote unquote, other colonizing countries from taking it over because it was a central island among their trade routes and they didn't want an- another colonizing country to take to take control of to it. To take control of a, an island right in the center of what they were already doing because that's a hazard. Yeah. Um, and it does become a hazard later. Um also, uh, they were, of course, looking for gold. We all know this. Yeah. It's stupid. The city of gold. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was officially, quote unquote, settled in 1509, mm. um, meaning that they built some town there. Yeah. Um, and this was after they realized it didn't have any gold on the island, but instead they ended up using it mainly for sugarcane farming. And I wrote for clout. <laughs> Because they wanted to, like, own another place. Which yeah. is probably true. 
You're probably not wrong. Uh, Roughly 146 years later, in 1655, England invaded Jamaica and thus began a massive colonization effort, of course, with a new focus away from agriculture Mm. and on defense. And I wrote, clearly Spain had done a really bad job of fortifying the location. Yeah. um, Because they've... Uh, you know, evidenced by the fact that England very easily took it over. Um, And I will emphasize, very easily took it over, even though it was in the center of all of the Spanish colonies around it. And Spain still was just, like, not doing anything. I I don't know what they thought they were doing. I quite honestly don't understand how Britain had such, like, intense military power for being so tiny. I know. Just the tiniest little country. Oh, I know. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about their military power in this, so we'll get there. (laughs) Uh, By 1659, so only about four years later, approximately 200 houses, shops, and warehouses had been built in Port Royal alone. Mm -hmm. Um, By then, about five forts defended the port itself, um, and once it was fully developed, they started referring to it as Port Royal. Mm. Uh, quick side note that will come back later, but I just wanted to kind of tease something. They did not think very hard about how they were constructing the town. Of course like at all. not. Uh, a huge detrimental choice that they made was to not expand further into the island off the peninsula. Oh. They instead insisted on building a majority of their structures like on that peninsula coastline. Okay. They were also working in com- in a completely new climate and location. The people building, yeah. you know, I will use the phrase, quote unquote, like Englishmen, you know. Yeah. Um, people from England. Um, and of course, they didn't take any of these factors into account. They just built what they already knew how to build yeah. on what was essentially sand. Yeah. And Which, so like, not stable. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to kind of like put that here and then we're going to like table that and we're going to talk about it later. Okay. Huge mistake. Huge. Let's talk about privateers. Oh. Do you know what a privateer is? I do. I love I love a good privateer. And by privateer, <laughs> I mean fucking just a pirate. Uh, so, um, you know, they settled it, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So what did these fuckers do with it? Now that they had control? More destruction and violence? For sure. Of course. For sure. Why not? You so, um... Privateers, pirates, what's the difference? Is there a difference? Really Nobody only slightly. Knows. <laughs> really only slightly. <laughs> I would say privateers um, are, quote unquote, kind of, privately owned slash run ships or individuals uh, who engage in maritime warfare under the commission of war. Mm. What does that translate to? Well, legalized pirates. Oh, they're just state-sanctioned pirates. Yes, legally employed pirates that were deemed socially okay, air quotes, because they were outsourced and employed by the government. Employed by the government in order to do their dirty work. This also bit them in the butt later. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I bet it did. (laughs) Um, They were commissioned commissioned under what was called the Letter of Mark. Mm. Um, Mark, like, R-Q-U-E. Oh, I thought it was just some guy named some Mark. Guy named Mark. <laughs> no. The letter Mark of Mark, K. which is mentioned several times in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Oh, okay. Um, Caribbean. 
<laughs> I just feel gross when I say it. That's uh, what they're talking about at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. They're also talking about in the second one when Kira Knightley's character like threatens the sergeant guy or whatever he mm-hmm. whoever he is, the nice. guy in the wig. She is literally holding a packet of letters of Mark and and like forcing him to sign it with blackmail. Nice. So they did a couple things, right? Kind yeah. Of, except for that wouldn't have happened, but it's fine. Well, you never you know. know. That's true. Uh, they I wouldn't have had a pass Kira Knightley to time travel. Uh, oh, that's yeah. valid. She is quite <laughs> ageless and beautiful. She has a wit. <laughs> yeah. Letters of Mark are basically a temporary law that empowers the holder to commit any form of violence or hostility on a vessel under the guise of war. This is going to be kind of controversial, but why does this just sound like cops? It, it's not controversial because that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why does this just sound like cops? I feel like the phrase loose cannon here (laughs) is apt. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) And good night. It's just state-sanctioned violence. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I digress. (laughs) So... Essentially, a vague law that protected pirates from being accused of piracy, um, which is literally what they were doing, but okay, whatever. Let's move on to what was so great about Port Royal. Why pirates? What? Why were they doing this? Why pirates? Why were they pirating around in this area? <laughs> well, um, this location, as I mentioned before, related to Spain, um, and their reason why they took it was it had easy access to all trade routes um, where many merchant ships were passing constantly. Mm. Uh, it also had a huge harbor because the sort of like curved shaped um, inlet that opposes Port Royal, the peninsula, yeah. is like a protected lo- like little cove. Oh, kind okay. Of. Kind of. Yeah. Um, the peninsula is not very big, though. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, it's literally just a road that you, like, drive on to get there. Oh. Uh, <laughs> before, it was probably more than that, but not anymore. Uh, it had a large harbor due to that um, that had enough room for large ships from that time and also plenty of room to ha- house vessels that needed to be repaired so it wasn't just Mm -hmm. like only working ships allowed uh the location was also central to all of the spanish settlements yeah um which allowed for frequent and easy attacks on all of them by england uh and especially panama was like a big Mm -hmm. location that they were like staking out um, obviously, that location was huge for the trade industry. Yeah, Panama so, Canal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously. I wrote, obviously. <laughs> Many famous pirates also used this area as their base after being hired repeatedly by England for raids and attacks on Spanish settlements and ships. Mm. Uh, they were going fucking ham on Spain here. I bet. They were going ham. Um, hence, the heavily fortified port of, quote unquote, Port Royal. Yeah. Right? Uh, Notably, the Brethren of the Coast was a group of pirates who found themselves almost permanently docked here for their services. Okay. Actually, not even almost. They were permanent. You know, eventually they were permanently docked there. The Brethren are those who created the 
pirate guidelines oh. that um, <laughs> do kind of exist, but are heavily influenced and talked about in the parts of the Caribbean movies. You yeah. Know? Um, again, I'm not using those movies at all for research, but I'm just saying that there were a couple things in there that, you know. That were actually, like. Like, they, they did some Somewhat things. historically accurate. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not really, but a little bit. <laughs> well, some of the, like, language. Yeah, the language yeah. for sure. Um, but literally, like, they wrote those guidelines. Um, <laughs> around this time, Port Royal was so beefed up. <laughs> I wrote that. Why did I write that? <laughs> that um, Spain was pretty much completely unable to provide resources to their colonies. Yeah. Uh, many colonies went without resources for ages because every merchant ship that was um, coming through that uh, trade route was being, like, thwarted by privateers. Yeah. At this time, privateers. Yeah. Um, pirates. They were actually so beefy. Why do I write things like this? I love it. That Port Royal became one of the wealthiest communities in the English territories or colonies um, in North America, which is notable, I would say, especially because they did this in quite a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eventually, the pirates themselves, after just being repeatedly hired and then sort of making that their home base... They became the main line of defense for England because England at the time didn't have the proper troops and resources to defend such an integral outpost. Yeah. Um, so they were basically like, you're hired. Yeah. Permanently. Because um, at this time, they they didn't have anti-piracy laws. Oh, okay. So they did, but it wasn't as heavily enforced. Um, mm-hmm. We'll get to that. But, you know, at this time, they were like, the, the, this is the only way we can protect ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like, fuck those guys, but, like, pirates are rad. Yeah. As a result, this place was sort of deemed a pirate utopia. Nice. Which is dope. (laughs) Uh, It has a reputation of being called the Sodom of the New World. Nice. Which is a biblical reference, if I'm incorrect. It's a reference to Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. um, Which were two towns in, I forget which book of the Bible it is, but it's two towns that eventually... What? That's not the book. Anyways. That's not the book. <laughs> oh, me and Nikon are like so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> me and Bible, though. <laughs> but it is in the Old Testament. Um, yes. and But I just forget which book of the Bible it's in. Doesn't um, fucking matter. But there are two towns, Sodom and Gomorrah are two towns that uh, like two angels of the Lord go into and they're like, we're going to look for any people who are worthy enough to live because God's going to wipe these two cities off the face of the earth because everyone here is terrible um that makes sense then they did the gay sex well they did do that but actually more accurately the thing that um that was such a big issue was that the people in sodom and gomorrah were not honoring the rules of hospitality um and that actually was the biggest issue for sodom and gomorrah was that they weren't the people were no longer like following the community rules of like hospitality and being a good community to each other so like yes there were gay people there but that's actually not there were gay people everywhere yeah people who use that as like a like this is why god doesn't like gay people they're wrong and also the thing that that was like a problem sexually was that it was pedof- 
pedophilia. pedophilia. Not, that I know. Yeah. That I do know yeah. about this story is <laughs> yeah. that the the actual mistranslated quote from that section of the Bible is just that it's saying men should not lie with little boys. Yeah. Not men should not lie with men. Yeah. But also the the main like issue with Sodom and Gomorrah was that the people weren't practicing the rules of hospitality according to the culture. They did uh, the gay sex. Yeah. yeah. That's all anyone really cares about. Yeah. Am I right, though? But anyways. <laughs> anyways. A small well, Bible moment with Holly. Yeah, I know. I love these crash courses because I legit don't know anything at all. But I digress. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> their other, the other nickname um, was like the wickedest or most sinful town on earth, mm. which is, I think, more fun. Lit. Sodom of the New World sounds cool, but I don't like that word because it makes me uncomfortable. Because it makes me it makes me think of like when sodomy. Yeah, when people yeah. say like that, like when they're talking about anal. Yeah, and it's like just stop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, we getting into butts <laughs> these days. Most residents here. Let's just move on. Most the way residents. You phrased that though. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Most residents here at this time as it progressed were then pirates mm. cutthroats and i'm using the term sex workers mm. that is not what they used to call them i will be saying sex workers good nice. that's like the only time i say it though but just to be clear yeah reportedly one in every four buildings was a bar or a brothel nice, nice. <laughs> i literally wrote nice in my notes and then i said it and you said it at the same time nice the area was known for their kill devil rum that induced <laughs> blackouts and could kill a common man after one night of drinking. What defines the common man? Not a pirate. Not okay. someone who was drinking it all the time. Okay. Not a swashbuckler. You know what, though? I think that, again, Pirates of the Caribbean, the scene when, um, in the second one, when the... They're on the island? The, no, oh. that's in the first one. When the gross guy... The gr- Commodore oh. is super drunk mm-hmm. and like a, a has been. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's like a reference to because he's like not okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's called Kill Devil Rum, which is dope. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. So debauchery ensued. The pirates basically ruled this area freely, ruled, you know, as flavor text, mm-hmm. <laughs> as they were pretty much freely employed to protect the very place that they now called home. Um, Captain Henry Morgan, um, a very, very famous pirate, himself was actually appointed the lieutenant governor of Port Royal at one point. That's how deeply pirates were ingrained in yeah. this location, mm-hmm. even into the, like, he was the lieutenant governor. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, the forts were quite literally run by and protected by pirates. Captain Morgan actually died at, in Port Royal, and he was buried in the cemetery um, alongside some of the England's finest that lived there. Wow. Um, which is awesome. What a wonderful story of acceptance, don't you think? I am hesitant to say yes because of the face you're making at me. Holly, I always make this face at Holly when the story changes. <laughs> this was all for naught. Mm. In 1687, when Jamaica's English government... Let me say that one more time. The English government mm. that was occupying yeah. Jamaica, because again, colonizing. Yes. Just gonna 
Could remind slide everyone that there. in every once in a remind while. Remind <laughs> everyone there. They passed some anti-piracy laws, mm. and Port Royal became a place of execution. I feel like passing anti-piracy laws when you are depending on pirates is maybe not the smartest move. Yeah. No way. <laughs> no way. No way. It seems foolproof to me. So this is when the Royal Navy sort of took over. I can't see how this is possibly going to go wrong. No. It's almost like <laughs> karma comes in a little bit later. We'll talk about that. Uh, the Royal Navy was in occupation now of the main forts, and um, as, you know, distrust forced the pirates out of power, pretty much. And I wrote sad with a frowny face. That is sad. Notable pirates Charles Vane and Calico Jack were hanged at this time. Um, Mary Reed, you know who Mary Reed is. I do. Anne Bonny was not imprisoned here, but mm. Mary Reed um, is a famous woman pirate who disguised herself as a man. Um, she died in prison there. Nice. We need to make, make a small pause because um, a fern is on top of my altar. That's a holly. I was going to Google and I needed you to see. Look at those two. Oh, cute. She would hate that. Yeah, the one that actually like secures you, and I don't can't imagine any cat liking that. Also, it's from that gross website where everyone's like, "Free me." Oh yeah. Shein. Yeah, because everyone kept getting those clothes with the notes on the tags being like, mm-hmm. help me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Help. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> okay, here's the thing, though. They have these, like, nice ones made of, like, cotton. Cute. And the one that's like a bag for your cat. A cat bag. Cat bag. The cat's in the bag. <laughs> in the bag. <laughs> Not out of the bag. No. Keep that cat in the bag. <laughs> Get bagged, cat. Anyways. I'm, I'm looking for where I left off. Okay. <laughs> Many. Oh, you're going to breathe over that? Sorry. No. Many of the pirates who lived freely just years prior to this um, were actually hanged on what was called Gallows Point. Mm-hmm. And they were then left to rot until their remains inevitably fell into the ocean. Hmm. Again. Nice. Referenced in Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. Um. It is said that at one point, 41 pirates were executed in one month. Damn. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. That's more than one per day. That's like dirty water. Yeah. Levels. By 1692, approximately 2,000 dwellings and 6,500 people were occupying the port and living there. Uh, They had taken to filling in the coastline with relocated soil and building on top of that. I'm... Or, <laughs> no, no, or they were making buildings taller oh. to accommodate the increase of people yeah. and brothels. Um, buildings were also getting heavier yeah. as they started uh, um, introducing the brick-style buildings um, into the sand. In homage yeah. to English style, mm-hmm. people, quote, unquote, missed from their home country. Okay, go back. Yeah, leave. Bye. Get out of there. Mm-hmm. Bye, Felicia. 
It said that the community refused public urges to adopt more traditional building styles. Of course. Um, buildings that would have made sense for the climate and location. Yeah. Seems like. Like the buildings that had been there before, before they were destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. So after all the turbulence with privateers, employed pirates, pirate debauchery, sex workers, drinking rum in the streets until you died. Yeah. Um, it's actually said, this is just a weird side note, I, I read that um, that rum, like people would go out into the street and like they would just like force anyone walking by to drink some. Oh. Because oh. like everyone was just drunk all the time. Oh, no. Yeah, it sounds kind of rad, to be honest. I mean, being forced to drink doesn't sound no, rad. But, but just being, like walking down the yeah. street and everybody's just having like... Having a good time. You know, as a kid, that part in the movie, when they're all walking around... Yeah, that part stressed me out as a kid. You know, after pirate debauchery, executions, the residents of Port Royal literally had no idea what was coming yeah uh some people think what happened next was either an act of karma or an act of divine intervention nice i will read this quote from this newsprint that i found um it's in like old timey like it had like the f symbol for s's and stuff yeah. and i was like ooh. <laughs> um i don't know who wrote this but a true and perfect relation of that most sad and terrible earthquake at port royal in jamaica which happened on tuesday the 7th of june 1692 mm. where in two minutes the town was sunk underground and two thousand souls perished oh my gosh Jeez. a dreadful warning to the sleepy world or god's heavy judgments showed on a sinful people as a forerunner of a terrible day of the lord Wow. That literally gives me goosebumps every single time. Yeah. Like, it's fucked. Yeah. And the picture in the print is a, the Port Royal town, but then, like, you can see at the bottom edge, it's, like, the ships and, like, everything, like, being tipped over and, like, sunk. Oh. oh it's no. There's a lot of, like, really haunting art of the quote-unquote earthquake. Yeah. People, like, ima- reimagining what it would have looked like. Is that Winry or Fern? That's Fern. No, that's Fern. <laughs> So, on June 7th, 1692, a 7.5 magnitude earthquake devastated the once raucous town of Port Royal. As a result, a huge portion of the northern city sank into the ocean. Think building more land out of repurposed soil mm. and then building brick buildings on top on of On top it. of, yeah. Genius. So, you just, you know, what I would like to do is just dump a bunch of earth into the ocean and i don't think it'll ever move can you imagine if someone did that though (laughs) can you imagine it would just sink and the person would have to sit there in their stupidity yeah and go well well i guess that's what happens fucking idiots when you relocate earth into near the ocean on a coastline why (laughs) What did you expect? They could have moved inland. Yeah, no, that would be that would be too much. Then they'd have to accommodate to the oh. to the climate. Then no, you know what they'd have pre- to do? They'd have to commute. <gasps> oh. oh. They wouldn't get their <laughs> beautiful feeble. waterfront views. My, yeah. my feeble English they probably, bones. They probably <laughs> honestly were just scared of the bugs in there. I think they're just stupid. I think that they were probably just like, I don't want to deal with natural like 
the the natural world here. You know, I think probably what it actually was that they didn't want to join or be anywhere near any of the indigenous. more indigenous communities. That's probably true. Um, well, but the thing about that is, though, that if they had wanted to be in there, they would have just killed the indigenous communities. That's true, but they were working for them. That's true, but that hasn't stopped any of the that's English accurate. people in the past. That's accurate. <laughs> well, but no, see, that's they too dark. So I useful. can't say that. <laughs> that's too dark. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Eyewitnesses and survivors said that the world opened up and swallowed Port Royal whole. Others say the city sank, sunk to the depths of hell where it always belonged. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of, like, descriptions that sound exactly like this, like haunting ones. Yeah. After the earthquake... A tsunami followed, only further flooding the city and city and forts, uh, rendering almost all of them to complete disrepair. Yeah. Uh, in the aftermath, there wasn't much left of the once pirate utopia. The city, formerly known as the wickedest city on earth, was reduced to a frenzy of desperation. Every man for himself. Mm-hmm. As survivors say, the looting started before the earth stopped quaking. Oh. A survivor actually quoted, Immediately upon the cessation of the extremity of the earthquake. This is one of those types of people. Yeah. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> Your heart would abhor to hear the depredations, robberies, and violences that were in an instant committed upon the place by the vilest and basest of the people. No man could call anything of his own, for they that were the strongest and most wicked seized what they pleased. Ugh. I hate that. Immediately, almost before the earth stopped quaking. Like, not even trying to help anyone, save anyone, just straight to looting. The ground literally opened up, Old Testament style, and sucked the earth buildings down and they were like i time to steal some shit yeah of the five ports ports i meant to say forts Mm. of the five forts only fort charles one of them Mm -hmm. survived in quote most entirety okay disrepair so (laughs) it was probably flooded and mostly damaged to like a point that they couldn't use it anymore yeah one thousand to three thousand people were killed God. Which accounts for nearly half of the population at that time. Oh, my gosh. In rescue efforts that did happen, many bodies were unable to be removed from the water, either due to inaccessibility or due to the lack of volunteers and authorities that were available or able to help in, yeah. the, in the craziness. Yeah, I mean, half your population dies. Died, yeah. and people are looting, and it's mayhem. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The sand was so sludgy that stepping in it could mean a rescuer's death. Yeah. Uh, the cemetery previously mentioned? Yeah, um, due to the earthquake, all of the dead bodies rose out of the ground mm-hmm. and then mingled with the newly dead and um, those who were struggling to find shelter and were drowning. Oh, no, no, no. Nice. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Including Captain Morgan, oh. who they later did retrieve and rebury. Weird that they couldn't save a living person, but it's fine. Yeah. It's because he has the liquor. He, he do be ha- putting his foot up on that barrel, though. I know, right? <laughs> he do be. Wait. Okay, sorry. That's not an important Oh, tangent. my God. 
During the following days after the tsunami and earthquake, malignant fevers, lack of medical supplies, lack of clean water, and homelessness claimed the lives of 2,000 more people. And probably general way too many dead bodies that have were supposed to be buried around probably I'm gonna say it also again. caused issues. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. 2,000 more people. Yeah. So you've got the 2,000 dead people, and then you have the... the 2,000 is the estimation. Yeah. And it's then one to 3,000. And then you've got the extra dead people who were already supposed to have been buried. Yeah. Sounds fine. You're going to get sick. Um, the entire bay was full of the stench of decomposition, yeah. both from fresh dead bodies and also the foul, already buried dead uh. bodies that had risen up out of the ground. You really need the perfume ring for that. Oh, yeah. Get that. Sniff it up. Also, the yeah. cocaine ring. Yeah. Mm. Maybe the poison ring. Honestly. Might be worth it. I would have at that time. <laughs> the earthquake also has a documented time. The exact oh. minute. Wow. To relativity. Yeah. Um, a pocket watch was discovered in 1960 on the seafloor. Um, it had a stopped time of 11.43 a.m. Oh, wow. Correctly dated to that time. Oh, my gosh. By historians. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. At 11.43 a.m. There was the earthquake. That's wild. Like, they have it down to the minute. It's amazing. So wild. I mean, it's awful. Most likely, the watch stopped when the wearer was submerged in water and yeah. drowning. Um, nice. Uh Going to get in a little bit of science here. Underwater archaeologists state that the earthquake was likely so powerful, it uh, 7.5 is pretty big, um, it caused a phenomenon now known as liquefaction, mm. uh, which is defined as when an earthquake strikes ground that is loose, sandy, and watery. Mm -hmm. This combination increases water pressure and causes the particles to separate. The result is a sludge-like material only comparable to quicksand. Yeah. Uh, archaeologists imply that eyewitnesses' accounts of buildings sliding into the water were more likely just sinking where they stood to be enveloped by the sludge. Yeah. There is evidence of actually many complete structures underground. Oh my gosh. Many. Like you can just, there, I probably won't, I'll probably only post one picture of this underwater stuff because yeah. most of the pictures are so blurry that it's like really hard to yeah. see. Um, anything, but there is one pretty in focus one that I'll post. Yeah. I mean, that's fucking wild. Yeah, that's... That's fucking wild. Yeah. You know, and since then, uh, there were several attempts to rebuild it to kind of bring it back up. Okay. Uh, all largely in vain. Yeah. 1703, a massive fire engulfed the entire left, what was left of the city. Mm. Um, 1712, 1722, 1726, and 1744, mm. hurricanes destroyed the little remains of the city. Um, and around this time, England had relocated their port to Kingston, which is in that alcove. Yeah. Um, and that's now the largest city and capital of Jamaica. Yeah, so it sounds like that particular spot is pretty cursed. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like they shouldn't have gone there and colonized it. Just thought, I well, guess. Well, well, well no you way. know, at this point in the story, literally my next note is, we should probably be assuming there's some sort of karma <laughs> or other worldly, worldly source being like, hey, stop it. Hey, cut it out. 
Maybe because it was colonized is what I wrote. Thoughts? Um, alternatively, there are a lot of arguments from like old, like that time mm-hmm. and like the subsequent years um, saying that it was divine intervention against the atrocities and wickedness of Port Royal um, and all that it represented in piracy. Some say that, uh, I actually really like this phrase, and I, I did mention this earlier, but it's distinctly Old Testament that people, roads, and whole buildings were just sucked directly into the ground and swallowed whole, yeah. which is a fair point, Yeah, I would say. It that is. is very distinctly Old Testament. Yeah. Yeah, it tracks. It tracks. Yeah. There's um, a lot of the earth swallowed up. The earth opened if I up saw and that, swallowed them in the Old Testament. Picture yourself in, like, the 1600s, and you see something like that happen. I would and immediately be like, And that's your only context? Like, mm, that, okay. Time to die. There's an earth monster. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a fair point is all I'm going to say. Um, many of the attempts to rebuild it were actually with the intention to create a tur- tourist location. Um, it technically is that today, although definitely not the utopia capitalizing on its formal or former glory that they wanted it to be yeah um there were plans for like cruise ship ports and all that yeah. but it's just never really happened um you can go there and see the ruins and stuff um and and tour the the still um able to be entered port yeah i mean sorry fort i keep getting those words mixed up <laughs> um but it's just you know i would say most people say it's a shadow of its former self yeah really um and that actually the the location that you can go as a tourist is is in a state of disrepair it's really not like yeah not kept up like a like a national park or anything yeah i really wish that it 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 was more of a place that you could you could go to go to see see and stuff but but also i don't yeah like don't don't touch it just fucking leave it alone just leave it be um i would say like the one good thing that's come out of it is um because of the way the sand sucked it down, mm-hmm. um, archaeologists have really found a lot of amazing things down there. That's really um, cool. Dating back to 16, 15, 1400, which is nice. amazing. And it, we, there are not a lot of places where you can find that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so well preserved. So well preserved that the pocket watch still displays the, the time. exact yeah. time like yeah. that that's pretty good that's you know? pretty well preserved yeah. um so at least you know th- they say it's one of the most important archaeological sites of north america which i, nice. I believe and and i think that that's i think that's valid <laughs> yeah god there's so many bones down there i bet i know yikes i know maybe Ugh. you could get some crumbs and stick them in a poison ring <laughs> there you go Little bone crumbs. Little bones. So you know that's really all I got to say about the um, the sunken city of Port Royal. That's wild. I like. I did not know any of that. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, and and I I could have kept going. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I was getting a little too excited about it. Um, I think we both get like a little too into our research. I'm always like, I'm picking something short. I'm picking something short, and then I'm like obsessing over. It. Yeah, I did the same thing. I was like, my poison ring one is going to be too short. And then I was like, oh, I found way too much information. I, um, I'm i going to post two pics. One is just like a underwater pic. And then the other one is actually a, a aerial map of the peninsula. Nice. Um, I'll try to put in the description what the different sections mean. But it shows what was completely submerged, what was partially submerged, and what is now still visible. 
I'll show you guys that after we're done. Though. Cool. Yeah. Nice. I'm excited. Yeah. That's it. That's all we got for you today. Yeah. That's that's our episode nine. Oh, she's probably thick. Yeah. I don't know what time we're at, but we're always over what we want to be. Um, which you can tell from our like multiple random two-part episodes that don't have a really good end and start to them. It's um, fine. <laughs> we are gonna work Weird. on um, <laughs> we are gonna work on having better like so that it's not just like a stark cut. Yeah, so that we have like an actual episode one, like an epi- part one to the episode and then a part two where we like are like okay now time for part two next we're still figuring things out yeah but we're just yeah we're still figuring out timing and like some other things and we're a little chaotic just generally so we're also nerds and so as soon as we're like oh I'm researching something it's like I'm researching it well and then as soon as I start talking about it I'm like oh I didn't put this into my notes because I was trying to keep my like time and then you down say it anyways but then I say it anyways because I have the information I know in my head now. <laughs> yeah and then I also just don't know how to shut up yeah just in general me too nice but um yeah so that was episode nine thank you for all of your listening mm-hmm. and um I'm watching you on our stats <laughs> on our stats we're watching uh please uh rate review subscribe and um Send us ideas. Yeah, send, send us, us ideas. Emails. Send us emails. Send us comments. Be like, I hate the way that you do this. Don't do that. But also, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Our you email. Have to, you have oh. to include the the second half in there in yeah, order to give us any criticism. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has to be friendly. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can email us questions, suggestions, letters at pod at gmail.com and you can also find us on instagram and look at the pictures that we're going to post yes the same exact handle the macabre cast pod at g at nothing at nothing it's so easy to say the macabre cast pod (laughs) at gmail.com um find us there yes and um on our instagram we also now have a link tree (gasps) oh yeah Um, yeah brooke put that together and we have a website now that's only like partially put together that I've been working on. It's really just our Podbean site mm-hmm. where we um, upload through. So you can find the episodes there if you're looking for like a different way to stream. You can yeah. listen on Podbean. There's an app. It's great. Yeah. Um, and um, we have like everywhere that we're available to listen to on there. And so, yeah, check that out too if you want to. Hopefully there will be more stuff on there in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'd like to... We'd like to do a little bit more, but we're, you know. We're getting there. We are also working full time, so. <laughs> That's an understatement. Yeah. I'm putting, a, I'm putting a cheeky bottle of rum in my cabinet this, this time. Nice. Which one? The, like, deadly stuff? Yeah, the deadly stuff. Okay. With, it has to have, like, the X's on the label. Nice. nice. Excellent. In one of those jugs? Yeah. 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 Nice. Okay. Mine um, is going to have a poison ring, obviously. obviously. No way. What's in it, Play-Doh? <laughs> no, my antidepressants. <laughs> <laughs> We've tried. They're too big. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they aren't too big. It's just not watertight. And so... I thought you couldn't shed it. Well, that was with my other type of antidepressants. Oh. I switched over. It'd be like um, that sometimes. For the so, ring. 
<laughs> for the yeah, ring. For, for the sure. ring. I changed it for the ring. <laughs> no, I switched over, and now I can fit it in there. But the ring's not airtight, so the problem is, is I forgot that I had it in there, and I washed my hands with the ring on, and then it got water in there, and it got gross. So oh, no. that's disgusting. Yeah. So I had to nix that idea. That's so, okay. Um, also, don't forget to thank people. Yes. Um, Thanks, Nikon. You're welcome. Couldn't do it without you. <laughs> we couldn't. Literally. Um, and trainer. And train up. Silly guy. <laughs> you call him train up on the pod? I just did on accident. Train up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, please stop. I'm an adult man. <laughs> and Lachlan. And Lachlan. For being our friend. Yes. That's all. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. What's in your cabinet? And good night.